Baker. You can hang a star on that, baby. Baby, 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 baby. You're listening to the Losing the Faith Podcast with Ryan, David, and Adam. Welcome to the Losing the Faith podcast with Ryan, Adam, and David, where we talk Padres baseball. Uh, so before we get started, just want to give a shout out to uh, all the Bleacher Creatures and say thanks to friends, family for uh, listening last week as we launched the podcast. Really appreciate it. It was it was kind of humbling. So thank you guys. Y'all know who you are. Do you guys want to throw out any, any thanks or some gratitude to the uh, creatures? Adam? No, I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it great. Hey, you know what? Here, Ryan, I, I do have someone. I can do uh I had my friend Marty listen to the whole thing. All right. Cool. Well, thanks, Marty. So, so he's and he gave us some feedback. So right on. Definitely shout out to Marty. All right. So if Adam, you've got no one to uh to thank, let's get into last week by the numbers. All right. So I'm just gonna give you guys um some of the key stats from next week, and then we can talk about them. Um, so Padres ERA last week, 2.82, another good week, back-to-back pretty good weeks by, uh, Padres pitching, uh, hitting 261. So up from last week, but still kind of middle of the pack, uh, slugging three, oh no, on base 339, slugging 430 and a 769 OPS, uh, seven home runs and 13 extra base hits. So pitching fourth in the big leagues this week. So not much to improve upon there or comment. What'd you guys see? Very true. We saw some shutdown Padres pitching. I do have to admit. And we got Snellzilla four is on the mound right now uh, with, uh, well, just right when I said it, thankfully it already happened, gave up a run to the Dodgers, but. Uh, that was a Nick Martinez run, so Whew. so Snell goes five strong. Thank you. Yeah, but how many how many full counts did he have this game? Seventy five. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable. I think he had ninety six pitches in the fourth inning. I mean, all that matters is that it was scoreless, buddy. Okay, let's not let's not oh. get ahead of ourselves with the number of full counts. He was definitely a little off. I think his release point was. It was a little early. He was missing high and outside a little bit, but uh, it's encouraging to know that when he's missing, he can still pitch a uh, scoreless game through four or five against the Dodgers. Dude, that's huge. I mean, fair enough, but I mean, there are a ton of O2 counts that went full. I mean, if you're going to pitch deep into the playoffs and we need him to pitch deep into games when, when it's playoff time, that's not going to get it done. Uh, yeah, but you know what? What will get it done is 19 strikeouts by Snell in the past week and a half. You are not wrong. Yeah, can't argue with that. I don't. I don't think right now is the time to be hypercritical of our our. I think arguably best pitcher over the last month and heating up going into the postseason. Let's not get critical over uh, the little minutia of. Oh, full counts. How many full counts did we get? Well, there were zero runs, so chill. And that's your word of the day, folks, brought to you by Merriam-Webster Dictionary. The word again is minutia. I really thought you would fumble it when you were trying to repeat it. 
<laughs> I forgot we were supposed to be a lowbrow podcast. Uh, Soto, Soto has heated up. Soto has entered the arena. Um, he has he's been on a tear lately, uh, which is really, really good to see. Um, hitting balls hard, getting on base has never been a problem. But that that component that was kind of missing before, which was you know actually slugging, we're there. So uh, you know, I I say a lot of these pieces we were worried about the last few weeks, last couple of months, they're really in my mind starting to click. Um, the momentum's starting to swing in the right direction. Uh, it's better to have a a cold month before the postseason and heat up going into it than than the reverse you know so yep and that's that's kind of what that's kind of what we're seeing with la now la a team who's you know i don't have they even lost 55 games this year they're unbelievable and this is their seems like their cold spell right now before the playoffs that's kind of scary uh hey but shout out to shout out to brandon drury ryan my dude uh five five uh game hit streak right now so at least you know past week he's clicking I hope they re-sign him. He he's the guy out of all the free agents that we have hitting the market next year that I really hope they try to they they try to keep around because I don't think it's a fluke. I think he's figured something out and he looks good. And we might still be able to get him on a fairly reasonable contract. Yeah, I I think uh, I th- I think Will Myers is much more concerned with getting re-signed. Uh, th- the dude is just dropping the hammer. Uh, at, at least, I don't know, six for, or three, excuse me, three for his last six, just crushing. Yeah, but not for $20 million. I mean, we're not going to exercise that option. No, not at all. No, he just realizes it's, I don't know, he realizes it's clutch up time. Do you guys want to hear something funny about Will Myers? Naturally. Oh, please. So I was, I was coming, I was coming up with my, my, uh, name that Padre, uh, cues and, I got on uh, the Wayback Machine for a Sports Illustrated article, 2013, back when Will Myers was still in the farm league for the Devil Rays, and it's hilarious reading this thing because the one of the overarching criticisms, or I guess observations, was that he eats like garbage, <laughs> and. <laughs> What what else is it? It's like oh, I quote: He loves his Mexican food. End quote. Oh, great! And ha- has like three cokes a day or something. You know, I'm like, I don't know if those are big gulp cokes or those are like twelve ounce can cokes. It does make a difference in the context of this conversation. But, it's too many cokes. I mean, a big gulp coke is is the real deal. So, uh, but anyway, I thought it was funny. Um, a funny little, just looking back in time at like the the persona of like you know, a now later in their career player when they were young, you know? Yeah. Yeah. True. That is, uh, I'd say it's kind of sad that he didn't blossom into maybe what we thought he would. So that, that bums me out, but not sad to see him go. I mean, he, they traded him to the Mexican food capital of the U S and yeah, you, yeah. Right. You, you love Mexican food. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll send you to San Diego. Yeah. Set, set ourselves up for that dude he, that's when he wanted to be a lifer yeah i mean i mean that's it kind of explains his performance over his career oh, yeah. he's full of fucking burritos and 
cokes. He's not going to play well. You can't play good baseball when you got to take a shit. No way, dude. Look, you got to look at Jacob deGrom's diet, too. The guy is like fast food insanity. Really? It's like Michael Phelps. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he's trying to put on pounds, right? No, his whole thing was he was trying to he was trying to put on pounds and like go max calories in order to put on weight. And that was like a well documented thing. But still, I don't I either way, I I I feel like a lot of the other sports, including golf, uh, they've had this transition to like almost every athlete is doing aggressive off season training regiments. Yeah. Like you see, have you guys seen the uh, video of Nick Chubb doing those squats? No. With like 600 freaking pounds or something like that. It's absurd. And there's a whole hype video around it. Um, like that, that hasn't really come to baseball yet. Like nobody's really highlighting like, oh my God, like, oh, so-and-so showed up to camp looking like a beast, you know, like it's just like. Oh yeah, I did. You know, I played wiffle ball in the off season or something like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. The last thing I remember was Pablo Sandoval getting called out for not working out in the off season many times. That's not surprising. Did you guys see that article? It was on. Uh, I think it was on ESPN or MLB the other day. It's talking about how nearly every major league team has like a nutritionist now. What do you mean now? And all these big leaguers are taking tart cherry before they go to bed what like why why did it take so long for them to start doing this shit i feel like every other sport has been about like nutrition and diet and maximizing performance and baseball is like oh fuck it i'll crush california burritos and coke yeah because dude look we just had albert Pujols hit his 700th home run he is not in shape oh okay you had david you had david ortiz before that who was who was going yard within like and then, and then could barely run to first base. I mean, it's not a sport in which like don't besmirch Albert like that because he was in great shape. Besmirch, yeah, besmirch. You said this is a high end podcast. That's We're going to be high end. That is not a <laughs> fake a fucking fake word. word. Look it up. It is a real word. <laughs> you can't look up a fake word. Ah, Doc got it, Adam. He's right. Thank you. Okay, He's right. It's a it's a verb. It means to damage the reputation in the opinion of others. I got it. A very appropriate word, Adam. Do not besmirch Albert Pujols by saying he is was never in great shape because he was in fabulous shape in the prime of his career. You can't compare him at 42 years old and be like, oh, that old fat no, man no, is no, fat. No, no. I'm not, no I'm not shit. comparing it. He was a perfect example. I am not re I'm not taking back anything that I said. It's a perfect example of what I'm trying to illustrate. Oh, I'm not ta- I'm not you. putting a bad name or you know saying anything. I'm not besmirching Albert Pujols. You're not besmirching? Not besmirching. Sounds besmirchy. I'm simply saying that you do not have to be at peak physical condition to be an effective and or elite baseball player, which is why it has not come to like, you know, this sport as much as it has come to other sports, the the hardcore offseason training. I would only offer up the example of Shohei Otani. I feel like he takes everything he does incredibly seriously down to diet and workout regimen, hitting, pitching. So I don't necessarily disagree with you, Adam. You're right. There are a lot of, I mean, what, Kyle Vogelbach? I mean, that guy is the definition of like, he's a walking obesity commercial, but he hits bombs. So you're not wrong, but I think it is starting to shift towards um, more focus on 
to use another uh, vocabulary word that we said earlier, the minutia of the game and diet and everything else. And, you know, one uh, theory I'll throw out there for all of it is couldn't this just be the, the, the difference between these guys is getting so narrow. You know, everyone's throwing a hundred now. Uh, everyone's dropping bombs. So you got to start doing maybe the extra things you didn't have to in the eighties. I don't know. It's just yeah, like steroids. Yeah. Those were yeah, cool too. Like steroids. Everyone takes steroids. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> we've got a little off topic. Let's get back to um, what we're talking about. Padres numbers, Padres. Well, baseball. hold on. I got, I got, I got one more thing to say on that. On All right. That. Okay. Go ahead. I got, I got one more thing. Cause this is, we're talking about like taking your off season seriously, right? Like, Fernando Tatis Jr., one of the <laughs> premier talents in the league, who plays for our beloved San Diego Padres, is fucking riding motor- multiple motorcycle accidents. Like, I mean, I guess you could argue he was working out his wrist on that throttle, you know, for faster twitch or something. I don't know. Like, but that that's beside the point, right? That's a perfect illustration of, like, you have one of the top three, top five players in the game not taking the offseason very seriously. And maybe he is, and he'll never get credit for it because he made a couple fuck ups. Maybe that's the case, but he's you know that's that's not my problem. I'm gonna make the the snap judgment that he doesn't because he got in a motorcycle accident. <laughs> I, I'm just uh, I'm gonna chalk that up too. We all were fucking morons when we were in our twenties, especially our early twenties. No, I mean, maybe I was, not you. I was you were so mature. You actually probably were. You were pretty mature, actually. Uh, the rest of us were fucking morons. And so him doing whatever he did in the off season as a 24, 23 year old superstar baseball player with, you know, a fucking six pack up to his chin and tall, handsome, whatever the fuck, like, dude, you can't, you can't blame him for that. I mean, we would all probably do the same shit, but I, can you blame him though? I mean, you can, and we have, and we will. <laughs> I wish we had a hotline right now where we could take phone calls and this was like a live show and just really get some hot, hot, hot takes. Oh, yeah. I've been waiting 45 years for this championship. I can't handle the lack of effort. Why Why do you think we're getting the elderly as our only callers, David? Like, why can't we have a young, normal person? It's got to be the elderly, crotchety, crazy guy. Yeah, it's going to be like, hey, man, so I'm still playing video games in my mom's basement, and I just wanted to call and see if uh, you think <laughs> Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to play next year, or if you think that uh, maybe I should stop taking ringworm medicine, too. Bro, you're you're both wrong. You know, half the calls are just gonna be like, "Hey, hey, am I on the air? Yeah, oh yeah, fuck you." <laughs> They're describing your 20 year old self. Yeah, it's true. All right, full, it came full circle. All right, let's all right. On. Let's come back to um, what has us losing the faith this week. I'm gonna double down on on. I'll double down on last week's losing the faith, which was, uh, I again I again feel myself becoming optimistic. I, I feel myself getting set up for soul crushing letdown, but I'm going to power through and remain optimistic. And that's a dangerous place to be as a San Diego sports fan. So let's fucking go Padres. I'm, I'm just going to call out Adam for a second because that is a classic Adam response. Having not prepared anything different for this week and just easy last week as a crutch. No, what's what's the losing the faith? The dude, they had it. The Potters had a great week. They got wins. They needed to get win. Uh, Let me they, take a shit on they, this. They they got more wins than uh, their Brewers and the Phillies. Yeah. 
right? They, look, they they played well. They went four and two. They they did not give up the seven. They, this is, and this is huge for me, right? They did not give up the seven hundredth home run to Pujols, which means that San Diego's San Diego sports fans do not have to live through watching that highlight into eternity, infinity. Mm-hmm. In, yeah, what are you over what are you guys and over talking again? about? And icing on the cake was that he did it against the Dodgers. Well, I know, but like that that's in that's worse because the Dodgers are going to get all that fucking airtime. I mean, that could have been one of the greatest moments in Padre history. Oh, giving up oh, a job. Oh, no, no. Giving up a career. That's uh, a bad take. That's a yes. bad take. That is not a bad take. The Padres don't have that many good moments. That would be one. It's not their moment. It's that's, Albert Pujols' moment. It's not they're a part moment. of it, but they're a part of it. You oh, know what? I always remember I, when I think of Tony Gwynn, I think of the Montreal Expos. And when he got his 3,000th <laughs> hit, I love the Expos. No. Just saying, what man. What are you talking it about? Would have made, it would have made the Padres part of history. Ryan, I was in person for the Padres getting no hit twice in one season. I think I've seen enough. No more other team goodies. Yeah, was that a brag? Like That sucks. That lots of flex, bro. <laughs> Oh, so now it sucks, but it didn't suck before because everybody likes pools. No, dude, you don't want to be the team that's that that's getting shot on with the record-breaking performance. That's okay. If he hits his 700th home run and the Cardinals still lose, who fucking cares? That's a great moment. We get the win. We get what we want. And Pujols gets a piece of history. What? That's pretty cool. No, it's not. It It's cooler that it happens against your... I'll say rival, although really at this point the Dodgers aren't a rival. But I'll, it's cooler that it happens against them. And every Dodger fan is laughing at that. All right. Well, I do have a reason to start losing some faith, and my reason is the Padres do not hit home runs. And don't give me the Petco shit. I get it. They play at a big ballpark, but they don't hit home runs. And so I thought it'd be kind of fun. Uh, I had a list of uh, teams that have more home runs and less home runs than the Padres. And I wonder if you guys would be able to guess who has more or less. So I have a couple. I'm just going to throw out a couple. Please give me your guesses. Uh, the Oakland Athletics. So they have more or less home runs than the Padres. Less. More. David's right. They have less. Uh, the you tricked me. You besmirched me. I'm not besmirch you. You're using that word wrong. Uh, the Colorado Rockies, <laughs> do they have more or less home runs than the Padres? More. Less. Damn it. You tricked me again. Okay. The Arizona Diamondbacks, more or less? More. Le- they're awful. Less. They've got 16 more. The Cincinnati Reds. Always more. More more the cubs more the pirates more less yeah all have more ah doc got it the, po- the potteries I'm, i really just i really just started taking it like a rock paper scissor approach where you just stick with the same one and just uh, hope you get it right well you you crushed it adam uh yeah they're 21st in home runs in the big leagues they've got 150 and how many of those 150 do you think have been hit at Petco more or less than half? Less than half for sure. I, I gotta be less than half. We're awful at home too. Less than half 71 bombs at home. And there are 
more home runs by visiting teams at Petco than by the Padres. Okay. That's pathetic, man. They're not hitting home runs. I think that happens every year that, that we get out home run at home. I think by everybody about this last, we talked about this last week. You said the Padres were excellent on the road this year. Excellent. Yep. Right. So it, it is, it is what it is. You sometimes you're better on the road than you are at home. And sometimes it's the opposite. So I'm not going to read too much into that, but they're not even that good at on the road at hitting home runs. They're 21st in the big leagues in power in home runs. Uh, they've got a lineup that should have significantly more home runs than that. All right. So David, you want to get into uh, the bleacher creature questions? Yeah. Welcome to the bleacher queet. Queecher? <laughs> bleacher queefer? Yeah. Good. The, the, the bleacher queecher. No, welcome to the bleacher creature asks. This week, the Bleacher Creature has three questions for you. Adam, you're going first. Here's question number one. Which Padres player would be most likely to hit 60 home runs in a season? Past or present player? Greg Vaughn. Nice. Ryan? Tatis Jr. Bleacher Creature, question number two. What are three things the Padres need to focus on most in order to make a deep playoff run. Ryan, you're first. Win games, stop taking so many pitches down the middle, start hitting home runs. Adam. Three things is a lot. Um, Let's go with uh, hitting more and, and fielding more and doing more stuff more. That sucked. Just heard back from the bleacher creature. That answer is not accepted. (laughs) Moving on to the third and final question. Adam, we'll at least pressure you with it. How many playoff postseason wins would make you feel like the Padres had a good season? This all depends entirely on who we get, but I feel like if we have to run a gauntlet of like just incredible teams and we get past the wild card and get like three more of the next series then nobody's gonna like it but i'll i will say it wasn't a massive failure okay ryan what are you thinking that wasn't a number uh six i can do the math. six playoff games adam you want to redo your math I mean, the number was implied. We don't have to be assholes about it, Ryan. <laughs> and that number, yeah. you gave him some speech. Oh, I mean, it could have. It could technically be five, based on my answer, right? It was two to get to, through the wild card, and then three, three before. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for the bleacher creature asks. All right. Thanks, David and bleacher creature, for those questions. Well, give us the stat, David. What's your, what's your stat of the week? Or what's your uh, David's weird stat? I don't know what to call it. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, da- yeah, sure. Uh, David's weird stat. Well, I, I took a deep dive into allegations against Blake Snell and Twitch usage based off his pitching performance. And I'm happy to report uh, Blake Snell has never at least posted a video on Twitch 
within one day of pitching or starting a game. That's six starts followed him playing on Twitch, but we're talking five days. He'll, he'll typically go on Twitch right after a start. So I think Snell is a reformed Twitch boy. So for those of you that do not know, Blake Snell is an avid gamer. He has a uh, he has a room in his house dedicated to this, and he he live streams his gaming. I don't know what game he plays, but he's a big sneakerhead and a big gamer. So David was trying to figure out if he's basically being a fucking degenerate the night before his games and wondering if that was a reason why he sucked to start the year. I thought that didn't matter, though. I thought we agreed that Will Myers eats burritos and drinks a bunch of Cokes, and it's okay to be a degenerate piece of shit and be a high-level baseball player. Oh, I don't know. A starting pitcher on, like, no sleep, that's a completely different ball game than, like, oh, I'm just oh, going to be a DH me. and eat a burrito. Like, you need sustenance, but you definitely need more sleep than you need, like, good calories or whatever. I'm not a diet yeah, guy. Yeah, I would say we're, we're just happy to report at least he's being – well-behaved. Although I, I can say with confidence, uh, at, like I'm talking hours after Snell got slammed um, by LA. I think he went four innings, gave up five earned runs. He was on Twitch for five hours and like 45 minutes, just live streaming, taking out some rage. He just was crying. he was rage killing people in Call of Must Duty. Must have been. He was talking shit to 11-year-olds about who God knows what I, I actually, I, I, I need to retract that. I won't, I won't hate cause I love call of duty, but uh, you know, but I would love to see some kid talk shit back to Blake Snow on call of duty. But like, Oh, your KD sucks. Yeah. Have you seen your ERA bitch? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And now we're going to do what we call name that Padre where I give Ryan and David or anyone listening a cue on who they think this player is based on a cue. First question. I briefly attended the Citadel Military College in South Carolina. Mike Clevenger. Oh, David? I'm going to go with Mike Clevenger. Kind of tip my hat on that one because I was excited <laughs> that you got the answer. So apparently Mike Clevenger attended the Citadel briefly before leaving uh, and realizing that it was uh, not his cup of tea. Surprise, surprise. It's just a hilarious, it's a whole, yeah, yeah, right? It's a hilarious uh, to think of him being at that school. Anyway, number two. I played for the Hanshin Tigers of Nippon. You Darvish. Hasong Kim. Both wrong. The correct answer is Pierce Johnson. Some white dude. What? Yep, nice, Adam. Pierce Johnson. You guys want to guess what year he played for uh, the Tigers? 2016. 2018. It was 2019 before coming back over to the States. Oh, when Martinez, Nick Martinez, was he 2017 but in Japan? Well, the Hanshin Tigers are in Japan, but... If, if they both play, if if they both played on the same Japanese team, then that was a hell of a trick question. But the answer in my case was Pierce Johnson. And then the final question of name that Padre, which neither of you are going to get, but will be fun anyway. My mom's name is Pamela. Joe Musgrove. Incorrect. 
Hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't want to guess this. Pamela. Brandon Drury's mom? Incorrect. We are talking Damn. about the one and only Pamela Myers. <laughs> <laughs> I almost guessed that. Almost. Until next week. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. All right. Last but not least, we'll get into, uh, or we'll do a a thought-provoking would you rather. So this is for you guys. Would you rather, in a single season of baseball for the Padres, sweep every series versus the Dodgers, but get swept in half the series versus all other NL West opponents, or get swept in every Dodger series and sweep every other series versus other NL West opponents? I think that's a amazing question. I immediately wanted to answer very quickly that we should get swept by the Dodgers and sweep every other team. But then there's that part of you that like is like, well, it could be a rivalry and fuck the Dodgers. Yeah. I'm going to spite win against the Dodgers and we'll lose all the other games. Like spite wins, you know, (laughs) just like tank the season so you can beat the team you hate the most. Like that's so that's ridiculous, right? You can't let that happen. Can, Um, can you? But my my you can, but I will say my final answer, because it's pretty much close to what's already happening, is I'll just let the Dodgers sweep us and we'll beat everybody oh. else. Actually, that's not even close to what's happening because the Rockies fucking spanked us this year. They did until this last series. Every time we every time we played the Rockies, we got absolutely so let me ask you um, this question. Yeah, would, what hurt more, Adam, getting beat the shit out of by the Dodgers or getting nut kicked by the Rockies? Yeah, it hurts more against the Rockies because thank you, you. You are expecting to beat the teams that are not as good as you in the division. <laughs> so by that, by that logic, it sounds like you would be fine getting swept by the Dodgers and beating all the other teams in the NL West. Yeah, because you still make at the least play- half in the that time. in that scenario, you still make the playoffs. You're right. I mean, the other scenario, you can still make the playoffs. You just have to play well against non-divisional opponents. Also, in the other scenario, the Dodgers could be terrible. This is like this is like a question of fandom, not like current record. Yeah, David, what are you doing? Uh, I just think I think the issue is that the the math is you play your NL West opponent so many stinking times it's just a no brainer as much as I didn't want it to but not next to. year right aren't they changing that I think we are next year but I mean we played the Dodgers at least this is at least the seventeenth time this season imagine that many games getting just ass whooped you know I can't can't get past it you so don't darn it you Dodgers, don't you, you don't have us. to imagine it because it's, it's so close to already happening. This year, the number of times we've beaten oh. them, you know. All right. This is, I mean, this is true Padres fandom right here. This moment that we're having, because you are both saying, okay, fine. We were so desperate to make the playoffs. We will let the Dodgers kick us in the dick every series just to get into the playoffs. Yeah, because dude, what matters at the end of the day, what matters for the San Diego Padres franchise and fans? Beating the Dodgers. Like, like Going deep in, yeah, going deep in the playoffs is all that matters. Getting a championship, getting a World Series is all that matters. If if the Dodgers beat us every game of that year and we win the World Series, no one cares because the entire next year, 
all the Padres fans will be talking insane shit to every Dodgers fan that shows that's up true. at every home game. That's true. Like that's yeah. it. All right. All right, man. I'm with you guys. You guys, you guys sold it. I'm convinced. Well, what do they say now? Right? Like even if we beat them for a series, what's the classic response? Oh, how many world series you guys got? I guess like, Oh, good one. Cool. Well, I mean, at least we don't have the asterisks shortened 80 game season world series like fuck that that's not a real world series all right let's do the uh over-unders from last week. oh boy we had some fun ones pack it in boys i probably won again uh you tied (sighs) for the lead adam and the tie goes to adam because he's i I will say (laughs) for the season you are in the lead you're averaging two (laughs) correct answers a week which is pretty fucking good uh, so this week we had uh, an over under of seven and a half for home runs. That was my over under and the Padres hit seven home runs. So the under takes it, which is David. So the next one is uh, David's over under uh, Padres played six games. David set the over under at three and a half games. The Padres would win. They won four. So the over one me and Adam win. David takes the under. So tiebreaker for those uh, keeping score. The last and most critical over-under of the week, the tie-breaking over-under, the Padres would have more than one strikeout. (laughs) (laughs) The overs won it. Adam and Ryan. (laughs) David took the under. (laughs) No, I didn't. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm taking under on all of them this week. Wow, I really thought you gave us a real stat after that. You still didn't give us a real one. Adam, what would you, before Ryan gives the answer away, what would you say that over-under should be set? Uh, what was that for, strikeouts? Because you That's won. That's a good question. It's, That's a good question. It's, yeah. more than, it's more than one, Adam, but what would you actually set it at? I just don't do math that fast. You guys are like, all right, we got six games next week. How just many strikeouts? pick strike- a number, dog. Yeah, well, I guaranteed my victory, so I picked a number at one because you well, okay. already gave your answer. Um. We'll go strikeouts for like total team for starting pitching total for the yeah, team. Ryan, yeah. Give him a range. Give him a All range. Right. Is it above? Like, would you say 35 strikeouts? Sounds like a lot. There's just too much math involved in this 35. I, you, you, if you picked one game for one starter, that's way more fun. Like, Hey, next time you Darvish goes out, does he have more or less? Then you're you're making seven it so strikeout. difficult. Oh my god, just, dude! <laughs> just just <laughs> throw out a number. It's, it's not hard. I did. Okay, fine. New <laughs> new number. My new number is four hundred. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Thanks. It's I six. win. Okay, Adam. It's six <laughs> games. Do they average more or less? More or less than six strikeouts a game? For who? In six the games. Starter? For the Padres, more or less. No, the whole team, more or less yeah, than six way, strikeouts over. a game. Way over. Okay, then more or less than eight strikeouts a game. I don't know. <laughs> eight times six is 48. Pick a number, you're, Adam. But, okay, but you're still having the... the, the pick a number. Down. No, I'm going to pick over-unders that make sense to me. You guys pick over-unders that make sense to you. Cool. You for, you're forcing me... To like create a metric that I don't care about. Like, like, 
It's, it's it's not though. We're just saying in six games, how many strikeouts are the Padres going to have? That's not exciting. Nobody's going to tabulate like over each game how many strikeouts we have. <laughs> it's just it's literally just a question. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What is hold on? What is the purpose of this? Are we retracing I, to last week or we're tra- no? We're just ha- we're just having fun ask, asking a question, man. No, I want to win, and you threw out a total BS over under. Let me win. Oh well, we're not. Ch- hey, we're not reversing. We're not reversing anything here, David. The results okay. are the results. But I do think it'd be funny if Adam gave out like a realistic over under just for my, fits and my gigs. brain doesn't work in the same way as your guys's brain. Period. It's uh, yeah, sentence over. Can, whatever. You guys are dumb. We'll we'll go on to the next thing. Uh, which I think is losing. I the... think is over under. Are we oh, doing yeah, some sure. over? We gotta we gotta make new over unders. All right. So the Padres play six games this week. I won't ask how many strikeouts they're gonna get. <laughs> All right. So with that in mind, six games. Let's do some over unders. I will follow the the simpleton formula that the two of you have provided to me. And if we take six games and we average the number of double plays, I think will happen and multiply that by six over under 12 double plays over the next week. That's two per game. Under. Did I do it right? I'm taking the under. I need to know if I did it right. Suck a dick, Ryan. Twelve double plays. Uh, I guess I'm going to take the under. David, you took the over. No. Oh, sorry, you took the under. Yeah, we're not turning twelve double plays. (laughs) You kidding? Um, Adam, Adam, what are you taking? I'll take the over. It's the classic contrarian play, so (laughs) gotta do it. All right. It's not likely, but you know, whatever. Uh, okay. I'll do. I'm going to do the Padres bad in average. And I'm going to say over under 248, the Padres team bad in average next week or this week. Sorry. 248 and you said we were at 263 last week something like that so no yeah we were at 262 last week or yeah last week and the week before we were at like 232 so it's kind of in the middle of those two weeks you're gonna go over adam Uh, no i'm gonna go under because under we got a three game series against the dodgers and i just that's not that's tough sledding so i'm in the same corner yeah that's the same rationale too all right, then I'll take the over. David? Oh, man, over the next six games, uh, I'm going to say Mr. Drury pokes out two doinkers to hit the 30 plateau, which would give the Padres... Ryan's definitely going over. Two dudes with 30 jacks. So he needs two in six games. I'm setting the over-under at one and a half. Oh, yeah, I'm taking the over for sure. My boy hits down six games, Adam. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to raise your over under 
And I'm going to say that he hits all those as ground rule doubles instead of home runs. So you're taking the under? Yeah, I'm taking the under. I, I think he's going to continue slugging, but I'm just going to be the contrarian to Ryan because it's more fun. <laughs> David? Uh, I've got I've got the over, barely. With all two. right. It's an interesting mix this week. Um, all right. I think we can wrap it up. So what is... What is restoring your faith this week, David? I would say the the trades that we made at the deadline uh, overall. I just uh, I, I feel like I don't miss Luke Voigt. Uh, I don't miss uh, a lot of guys who are gone, even C.J. Abrams. So I'm uh, restoring my faith that the Padres are playing well down the stretch, right at the end, and those those new additions are at least contributing factors yeah uh, i i agree and a lot of the guys that have been on the team that it, in the last month or so that felt like automatic outs um aren't no longer are um you know even if even if there's a battle at the plate uh and they get out then you know at least they're they're getting the pitch count up for for the guys that we're facing Will Myers starting to show some power again. Um, yeah, I just it's uh, it's nice to not feel like, well, cool, add, add an out now. This or anyway, I'm that's it. That's my thought. I'm gonna show up. <laughs> well, I think we're all kind of I think we're all kind of saying the same thing then, because yeah, my restoring the faith is also the Padres playing good baseball and taking four of six in consecutive weeks. I don't remember the last time they did that, had consecutive winning weeks. So getting hot at the right time, going into the playoffs, hopefully they can keep it going and it's not just a flash in the pan because um, I'd like to see them win some games in October. They're hanging tough against the Padres. Uh, oh, you're good. I'm so tired. Dodgers. The Dodgers. They're hanging tough against the Dodgers right now. So we got 2-2 in the bottom of the eighth. So. Um, Oof. Well, let's good. go catch you into the game. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everybody for being here. See you next time. See you guys.